I just learned the best spell of all. What's that? Sleep. Meloso biscum et cum spiritum. Meloso biscum et cum spiritum. Okay, I'm going to imagine that everything here is really, really confusing for you. What I'm going to say is, welcome to My Alchemical Bromance's special Halloween 2018 episode. If you really want to know what's going on, though, you're going to have to go listen to episode... 300H of the Alex cast, which is part one of this Halloween special. Uh, there are links in the show notes. You can just go to the Alex cast, uh, search for it. It's Alex with two X's and listen to that episode and then come back here and figure out what the heck is going on. So we'll see you in a minute. Pocket here, right here. Whoop. Um, I'm thinking. Uh, should one of us say the words and the other throw the thing? Uh, we might have to chant the words um a few times. I'm saying. I'm thinking. Um. Oh. Yeah, but that's in the future. Let's uh. Let's do it this way. I'm going to... This way? I'll stand here, and I'll chant the words. All right. And you start pouring the milk. Okay. Just don't get it on me. Well, that's what I was going to... Okay. Okay. All and right. The words are... Meloso vobiscum et cum spiritum. Yes. Say them. Uh, verboso... Meloso. Oh, yeah. Meloso verbiscum... Et cum spiritum. Yeah. Meloso. Meloso. Wobiscum. Wobiscum. Et cum, et cum spiritum. spiritum. Okay. Ready? Wait, am I saying it with you? Sure. I'll start and then you just chant with me. Okay? Yeah, and then once you're done with the first line, I'm going to start pouring. Okay. Okay. Meloso. Wobiscum. Et cum spiritum. Meloso. Wobiscum. Et cum spiritum. Moloso biscum et cum spiritum. Hansen? Mr. Abadir? Daddy, why did you eat my fries? <laughs> oh, we forgot about the fries. Hold on, I'll go get Well, the that's fries. the, no, no, but that's the case off, though, is the problem. Right, right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's true, that's true. I think we did everything we can to make him show up. It's Hanson Abadir. Come on, we're your friends. We're living in a very distant land. It's Eric with a bat and Alec with bug milk. The fun, it'll probably start. We're in Portland. <laughs> that wasn't bad off the top of my head. I'm just wondering, like, it, should we be expecting Hanson Abadir to show up physically? Probably not. Here's what, I was, here's what I was hoping, and I didn't want to say it before we started is I was hoping someone with an Adventure Time shirt would walk into the park right now. That was literally my expectation, was that at this very moment, somebody with an Adventure Time shirt walks in, and then that's, that would be the, the summoning. Okay, let's try the, let's try the chant one more time with a little bit more bug milk. 
right? No, should I finish the bug milk? No, 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 because... Just a little bit of it. Just in case we need to... If we do need to send them away, we need a little bit of left. Audience, you should really understand that we're both uh, both gesturing with bananas in our hands while doing this, because this (laughs) is serious work. And I've got the tarot bat. Yes. Oh, wait. You're supposed to slash at some point, aren't you? Well... Why don't you slash at the end of the first utterance? Just don't hit my hand. Okay, okay. Meloso vobiscum et cum spiritum. Whoosh. Oh, that was gross. Oh, it's going through his mouth. Oh, there's a hole, there's a hole. Is that a portal? <laughs> it's technically a portal. We did actually create we, a portal. There's a tiny little portal. Uh, you know, this sort of seems like the sort of thing that uh, needs a uh, like giant mushroom bomb. We should have yeah. taken a bunch of mushrooms. Yeah, I did take some today for microdosing. Is it helping? I mean, this is funny. I usually don't. I usually don't have the ability to feel joy. So, um, I think the important thing right now is I take a picture of that because I think it's remarkable, and I think that's a result that I didn't plan. That I wasn't trying to pour into his mouth. You the, should take a picture of that. The fact that that the fact that we literally opened a portal in his mouth is not the result we're looking for, but that's a fucking result. Oh, that's going to look so gross. Okay, and wait, I need to get one with you with your banana and tarot bat. Ew. <laughs> do we have it? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Okay, save the rest. We should do a closing ritual just in case. Well, I was thinking we shouldn't, though. You under the rules. should leave it open? I mean, just in case. Oh, yeah, no, no, we're going to do a closing one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like, you know, just in case it would be irresponsible. Yeah. Okay. Um, at the at the um, at the end of it, I'm gonna throw a banana at him. Me too. Why don't we throw bananas? We'll throw our bananas at the bug milk. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At the end at the end of at the end of the thing, I'll pour the bug milk out and throw bananas at him. Okay, we're never okay. gonna eat these bananas then. No, we'll just throw them in the woods. Okay. Okay. Meloso vobiscum et cum spiritum. Meloso vobiscum et cum spiritum. And close portal. <laughs> and I wait. I have to get up that because <laughs> that banana landed. I'm not gonna hit it with the bat. That banana looked so so uh, 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 sexual. And one with the flash on, just in case for safety. Oh, that looks so bad with the flash on. I mean, that is that is erotic with the flash on. Ew. Oh, yeah, that's the grossest thing that's ever happened. That's the wrongest kind of erotic. Yeah. All right. I think we did it. I think so, too. Hi. That was a lot less exciting than I was hoping it would be. That person on the bench there. There's the guy behind me on the bench the entire time. I don't know if you noticed him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he probably had a good evening. <laughs> <laughs> the fact is, what were we really expect? <laughs> okay, we're recording. Oh, good. Okay, uh, welcome back to Mild Chemical Bromance, part two of the um, great Halloween. What are we calling? Do we have a name for our adventure? What are we calling our adventure? I well, I was thinking the name of the, the part one. I was going to refer to it as summoning a cartoon demon with Eric. Oh yeah, because I just. Part two of yeah, summoning yeah. a cartoon demon with Alex. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Hello. So um, thank you for having me on the sequel to my show. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Thanks for making a prequel to my show. Oh yeah. No problem. Yeah. Yeah, oh mean, god, I-, I made the prequels. Oh, Misa, so sorry. Sorry. <laughs> right. Sorry. Right. You know, hate leads to dark sideness. Yeah. 
But, you know, that sounds like an absolute. And, you know, all these Sith deal in absolutes. <laughs> oh, my God, is that sand? Okay, now that we shit the prequels okay. enough. Right, right. So, so uh, we're here at the frickin' tavern, which is just outside, I guess, of the newly discovered occult podcast triangle in Portland. Yeah, well, I think this is probably, uh, yeah, it's outside the it's outside the, the Portland podcast triangle. However, it is adjacent to what I refer to as a uh, sacred geometry-inspired Masonic conspiracy neighborhood in which we did the, oh, uh, yeah. the podcast. Because the live station is right there mm-hmm. across the street, where now I think we can admit afterwards, right? Didn't we? Well, we, we said we didn't, we, we didn't say. Well... I thought we were. We didn't say. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, I didn't say that then. Well, but, who cares? but yeah, I mean, if you, you know. care, you can leave it. I, I, yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't get in trouble, and we didn't do anything illegal. Yeah. And the only person who really saw us do anything weird was some guy who didn't seem to care. Yeah, that guy didn't seem to care at all, which yeah. was really interesting. He probably was like, "Oh, it's Portland. This is just a Portland thing. Portland well, things happen." Okay, here's okay. So when we were in the park doing doing the ritual, which you've heard already, uh, oh dear listening audience. Uh, there was a guy in the park there with us, watching us happen. Well, he was watching us. He was just doing his own thing. No, but here's my argument to you, dear Sir Eric. If I were to be in a park, uh-huh. and I saw candles, uh, LED candles around a, a, a drawn piece of paper, yeah. with two people, uh, one of which holding a baseball bat. Chanting weirdly. Chanting weird things, and then pouring liquids onto the paper. I don't know that I would hang out in the park. I would go, oh that's just Portland. However, I would be thinking that as I walked in the direction opposite those two weirdos, because, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's an awkward, it, awkward view. It is an awkward view. Uh, I mean, I my feeling is he probably just sort of saw what we were doing, saw that we were having a good time, because we were having a good time. It's true. And uh, probably was just like, eh, I'll stay over on this side of the park. Yeah, I, I think you're right. It just... I mean, I'll never know. Because Wait, we never will. I think it's very unlikely that I'm going to walk into a ceremony like that. Though, in Lad's edition, often on the weekend, uh-huh. I will be walking through and smell sage burning. And I and I feel like, oh, someone's doing a cleansing. And I, at one point, I followed it with my nose, hoping I could figure out which house the weirdos live in. And be like, we live near each other. Let's be weirdo friends. Yeah. You know, I guess it could be that maybe there, maybe Lad's Edition is surrounded by weirdos who are constantly, like, cleansing that space. And maybe that's why our, our ritual didn't work. Maybe it's uh, demon-proof. Huh. Is Lad's Edition demon-proof? Lad's Edition may be demon-proof. Maybe my entire theory about it being, like, a hyper-sigil made into a neighborhood was for an opposite reason. Maybe it's, like... Maybe it's like the seals holding in some like ultra devil. Ooh. That Portland, that's why it's such a rad city for well for a while. Uh-huh. Was the the seals upon Lad's edition were yeah. so strong keeping out the shittiness. But now that they keep knocking buildings down and putting up condos in their stead uh-huh. or apartment buildings, those were very important foundational stones of the sacred geometry that is Lad's. Well, I mean, um, you remember uh, so the. I don't know the name of all the streets in Lad's edition, but the yeah. diagonal that goes from like 20th and Division up to Lad's Circle. Oh, that's Lad Ave. Lad Ave. Well, Lad Ave is the one that goes like, the one that you, you can pick it up on 12th by the food carts. Yeah. Go around the circle and then pop out the other side onto Division. That's right, Lad right. Ave. Okay, yeah. so, so Lad Ave, um, maybe about five years ago, a bunch of the trees in the south um, 
southeastern part yeah. uh, got sick and died and had to be taken out. Yeah, they got like some kind of like that like hem- hemlock poisoning or whatever. Yeah, which or like is Dutch not the term. elm disease. Dutch elm disease. Yeah. Hemlock poisoning, I'm thinking of Socrates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then they also like down... Socrates. Socrates. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, maybe that should be the name of this episode. Socrates. <laughs> oh, I'm on a I'm on a dad joke pun roll. It is, it is absurd. I've... There's so, there's so much editing that has to be done on the last shot at Alex Hate stuff because I was in just such a pun mood. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I mean, I don't know, but I do know that we did the ritual. It it was fun. It was. Um, nothing happened. No. Except that, you know, we drank whiskey afterwards. This I don't is know true. That, I don't know that we need a ritual to do that, though. I think no. that just kind of happens. Well, all right, so. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm taking over your show. Continue. No, 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 you, you go, go. Okay, this, I'm going to old school Alex Cast thing where people invite me on their show and then I host it for them. <laughs> I, don't mean, I didn't mean to. But um, what what did you think, because mm-hmm. I, I mean, we talked about this a little bit afterwards, but to you, what do you think would have been the Sigma 6 confirmation, what could have happened? Like in, in a, and not in like a fantasy world, like in, a, in the world we live in. In the world in, we live in. In the experience in. you have, in the ritual we did. Let's. What do you think the 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 tops tops? And I don't know Sigma Six is the top one, so uh, maybe I shouldn't say that. But really, one hundred percent. Yeah, case. that's a good question. You know, I really didn't have any expectations. I really wasn't. I really didn't have any idea of what we could expect to come out of that. But you did. You had a great idea or a great thought, which is like somebody walks into. The yeah. circle, or we run into somebody right away who's wearing like an Adventure Time shirt, or yeah, my, something of that. I nature. had two thoughts. Was one was somebody just walks through the circle that we were doing, that got an Adventure Time shirt on, and goes, "Oh shit!" and then engages us in conversation. Yeah. Uh, the second option was somebody that's got a the, like a human version of Hudson Abadir walks through the park, like a man in a suit, a man, a in, man a in a suit with like you know that kind of like his sort of facial features. Uh-huh. It's not so unhuman that that couldn't be a person. You couldn't run into a person that sort of looks like that. I thought those were the two like that would be the two the kind of holy shit something happened because I mean really this yeah. is a. I mean, it's it's all rituals are invented, but this is a ritual that was invented a week last Thursday at a cartoon show. Yeah, so yeah. the idea of it carrying enough power to do something, you know, amazing was it's, you know. It, it uh, might be something that we would need to repeat. You know, maybe yeah. maybe we would need to do, or maybe the listeners need to do it. Maybe we should call on the listeners of the Alex Cast and my Alchemical Bromance to go do their own Hudson Avenue rituals. Oh yeah. In which case, we're gonna need to tell them where to get those bugs. Amazon? Did you get them off of yeah, Amazon? Yeah, Amazon, yeah. Okay. I, bought, I bought a, a dried little jar of dried bugs yeah. and, okay. then, and then ground them up into milk. So we should do that. We Like, listeners, go do the ritual yourself. Yeah. And then report back and tell us what you saw. Yeah, and if you live in Lad's Edition, keep doing it in the main circle in the middle of Lad's Edition. Yeah. Like, clean up after yourself when you're done, which we did. Mm-hmm. Everything, you know, yeah. make the place cleaner than it was before you came there. Yeah. Except in our case, but it was equal, because the only other things we could pick up was heroin needles. But... Go to the Lads Edition. Maybe with enough people doing doing it in Lads Edition, we'll finally break through the veil of the Nidosphere. Maybe if we got like a circle of people all around the sigil, all around the, mm. the symbol, chanting at, all, all at once, that might help. Yeah, it could But at be. the same time, I don't know if we want to succeed. I mean, Hunts Nabadir is chaotic evil. It's true. And he's not like cool. So, so later on that night, I did buy one of the lottery tickets for Mega Billions, Mega Millions, Mega Millions, Mega yeah. Millions, because the 
jackpot was at 1.6 billion fucking dollars. Yes. Which would have been great. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, that would have been better than having no money. Yeah. If I Slightly. had won the jackpot, I could have uh, built a beer bar to record the pod- podcast in where they don't play music on one half of it. <laughs> it would be perfect. Yeah. I've had this idea that my lottery winnings, in do- it includes that if I win enough money, I want to start a bar, uh-huh. uh, that there's a podcast recording studio and, and podcast live space that's available in the bar. But yeah. the whole thing with the bar is just, it's going to be ultra nerdy. And the idea behind it is it's just basically an extended like living room for me. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to make money. And this only has to, it's got to be a thing where I'm very wealthy to make it work. But it would just be. If you've got $1.6 billion in the bank, that bar could be like. Exactly. You could be like every night at at 7.30, everybody gets a free shot of Johnny Walker Blue. Yeah, sure. And you could do that for the rest of your life and still have enough for that to continue until the downfall of civilization, probably. Yeah, I don't know if I want to run that kind of math in my head, but uh, yeah, I was just more thinking it'd be like a rad place for some podcast studio. Yeah, yeah. Would be, that would be cool. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, uh, because I was really, I never buy lottery tickets, right? I'm not a lottery ticket kind of guy. And I realized that like part of the thinking behind that is like, what if, you know, you have that whole what if scenario. Yeah. And I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy having money. Huh. Uh, so... The thought of it, like, like I was like, oh shit, what if, what if I do win? Like, what the fuck am I gonna do with 1.6 billion dollars? And my thinking was, I would take a humongous chunk of it and donate it to the World Toilet Organization, which is a real organization yeah. that's dedicated to providing toilets to people in developing countries. Oh, okay. Apparently, there's something like two or three billion people on the planet who don't have access to a friggin' toilet. Yeah. Which is disgusting. And probably horribly unsanitary. Yeah, I, I suppose. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think probably Freshwater, yeah. uh, Children's Cancer Society. Uh, I mean, there's food. Oh, yeah. Just I mean, it it's, not, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. But I think as far as, I mean, just, just walk in the woods and squat. Like, <laughs> I don't know a lot of people aren't woods adjacent. <laughs> but, uh, plus, if you have too many people who are woods adjacent, eh, that woods... I mean, those trees are going to grow real big. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, so the thing is, I don't want a lot of money. What I want is not to, like, be poor anymore. Uh-huh. So if I want six million, I had it in my head, like, I like five million. That number where it's enough to retire immediately. Yeah. Or whatever that number is. And then, you know, buy a house. Like, just do, like, dumb little things. But that's it. That's, yeah. I don't want extravagance. I don't want, I don't want a jet. I don't want more than one car. I wouldn't buy a new car. I would just have my car. Like, I would, I probably would actually would sell my car because I wouldn't need it anymore because I only have my car to go to work. Like, I would live, like, the most, like, just normal life. It just, I wouldn't have to be bummed out by money. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you've got, I don't know exactly what the number is, but it's some, it's, I think it's at least a million dollars, but it, once you have a certain amount of money and you just have it in, it in an investment account, you can just live off of the dividends and interest, exactly. and you may, you're going to end up making like 60 grand a year, yeah, which, which is, is well so more than enough. I need. Way yeah. more. Yes. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. So next, so next uh, uh, time we do a ritual together, we need to do a money ritual focused on me. Focused on... Oh, all right, okay. No, because yeah. I'll give you money. Okay, that sounds fine. And you're going to give your money to poo-based charities. I will totally... So I don't trust you with the money. <laughs> I need to handle it. If you give me money, I'm still going to give some of it to poo-based charities. Well, that's fine. Okay. So I did find out you can give um, $1,400 as a one-time gift to people, and uh-huh. it's tax-free. Oh. Uh, I found it on this like libertarian thing that somebody uh, somebody pointed out to me. 
So that was one of my ideas, but I thought it'd be rad if, if the ritual worked, Hunt and Abadir won us the uh, won us the Mega Millions uh-huh. of just literally just having stacks of fourteen hundred dollar bills with a little note clip to it saying, "This is tax free gift from me to you. Uh, welcome to it." And just give it to random people because I just fun. get little bundles. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just go, like, hey, buddy. Here's just, a tax free bundle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, have yeah. have fourteen hundred dollars because think about it. It's only fourteen one hundred dollar bills. It's yeah. a totally handable amount to just give people because boy, that would make my fucking week. Oh man, and that makes a nice envelope too. Yeah. Yeah. But what a, like what a nice gift that would be. Like how much would you love to just have some random person give fourteen hundred dollars? Because it's not like life changing money, but it's certainly like it's month changing. Yeah, for sure. Damn straight. It's oh. a couple months. Yeah. That's like most people. Well, I actually don't know if this is true, but I would assume that that would cover most people's mortgages for the month. Or come close for some of the more expensive I would, houses. I, I mean, I've never made enough money to even think about, like, looking at buying a shitty house in the worst neighborhood, so yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I know the term mortgage. I'm familiar mortgage, with this. Mortgage, it's yeah. a... Yes, it's, it's, it measures your depth. It's a horrible... Yeah. <laughs> mortgage. Oh, God. Yeah. It does. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's what we did. We drank... Afterwards, we drank whiskey and bought a Mega Millions ticket. So I was thinking, so, like, chaotic evil... Right. Yeah. Like that's that's a uh, you know we're talking about D and D terms. Um, I don't know how many listeners we have who had never played D and D before. Do you know how many hosts you have? Have you ever played D and D? I played I played one game of D and D in seventh grade, like with a pre-built character just to see how it worked. Wow. And the guy that ran it was horrible, so I've never played it again. And I've wanted to desperately since then, but that's how sad I am in my social life. I'm literally such a loser, I can't find a Dungeons & Dragons game. If I were in high school, oh. I'd give myself a swirly. <laughs> well, Alex, if I'd give you a hug, but I don't want to screw up our recording settings. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so in D&D, you have, um, you have this, this matrix of, of character alignment, where it goes uh, along one axis, it's lawful, neutral, and chaotic. Yeah. And then along the other axis, it's good, neutral, and evil. So, like, the most obnoxious good person who follows all the laws and is really nice and good to everybody around them is lawful good and the most like shitty violent evil person is chaotic evil who doesn't follow rules who just does evil stuff who's unpredictable and and cruel right like i guess a chaotic evil person would be like a uh an idiot psychopathic bully yeah right um so i was sort of thinking like chaotic evil manifesting in the world so so like Hunts and Abity, right when he shows up in uh, season 2 episode 1 of Adventure Time his first thought is like oh I'm just gonna go eat some souls and he just sort of walks out and starts doing it he doesn't care if there are rules he doesn't care if he's being nice or good to people yeah. like it's just sort of like hey this is this is my pastime this is what I like doing I like collecting souls and putting them in my chin scrotum well okay so here's yes but here's my thought why did we do that then? Because <laughs> I, I keep it was your it idea. It was my idea. <laughs> but uh, that's why I was like, well, we got to have the protection stuff. We got to have bananas. We got to have the well, next time fries. Like that's why I was so set on us having protection. I items. say we do this again, okay. using what we've learned, but try to summon Marceline the Vampire Queen. We would have to invent our own ritual. Okay. But since okay. we know the elements of ritual that exist in that universe, uh-huh. we know that she is subject to them since she is a daughter of the Nidosphere. Right. Come up with a different ritual, like maybe uh, strawberry quick milk. What? Because she likes red. She likes red. We so could wear red clothing. We could wear red clothing. We could um, bring apples. Have a apples. bass guitar. Yeah. Have a bass guitar. Yeah. Um, what about... Uh, 
Isn't there a ritual? Don't they sort of spell out the ritual um, that uh, Betty uses, or Simon uses to contact Betty in the past? That requires like weird stuff. But do we have the words and things? Are there words? I don't we remember. Okay. But I'm rewatching the show now, so when I get to that episode, I will make notes. Okay. Any yeah. kind of ritual, I'm just gonna make notes and just see if we can. Um, I feel you know our listeners might have suggestions for rituals too. So yeah. If you do, listeners, we should totally do it. Yeah. Or for your listeners, because I've asked mine before. If you have any money. You can just give me it, because I could really, you know, I can use it now. Yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah, but yours is by choice. I'm slaving away every day. <laughs> I'm still slaving away. Just, you know, leisurely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, yeah, you're a good point. All right, so what are you drinking? I am drinking a... Uh, skid Steer Bent Shovel. And it's an IPA. It is an IPA. You seem to really be liking it, because you're drinking it fast. Well, I also had a really shitty day at work, and I'm on uh, a microdose day, so oh. which makes me drink faster and be more enthusiastic about life. So it's oh. like, gusto! I'm throwing back myself a beer. Cheers. Here's to life. Yes. Slancha. Mm. So tell us about it. What, as an IPA goes, how is it? Um, I brushed my teeth before I came here. Oh, so it's weird. As, as, as it's ending... It is delicious, uh-huh. and I'll probably get another one now that my mouth is washed out. Because if the end of this is, a, you know, if it's uh-huh. like it is at the beginning, I think it's going to be good. Well, I mean, the bartender said it was his favorite IPA on tap right I now. I think it's very good. So I'm drinking the Deschutes Hopzeit, which is their their autumn IPA, and it's okay. It's got like a really weird interplay between the hops and the malts that kind of gives it like a dirty flavor, like not not in a bad way, like an earthy, minerally flavor that. I'm not totally digging. Yeah. Half digging. Only half digging. Yeah, I, I, I know those ones you're talking about. Um, the ones that I'm not a fan of are the ones that kind of taste like 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 a pine tree fell on the IPA. You yeah. know, it's got that like kind of, it doesn't taste like spruce or pine, but it's got like just like this. Resinous. Yeah, it's, yeah. Almost, it's got almost like a pot flavor, but like. Yeah, I find like the hops in those, they add kind of this like sticky yeah. sweet note to it that I don't think comes from the malt. I think it's like the... Yeah, yeah. but sometimes it like crosses that line to like it's almost like like pine salt or something. Yeah. You know? I like those in small doses. Like I can enjoy one of those, but I can't drink a ton of them. Yeah, I'm not a fan of like kind of fruity ones. The, 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 other than I was on Hawaii one time. Uh, by one time, I mean I've been there once. Yeah. And uh, I hated Hawaii a lot. Uh, but I was at a brew pub and I tried this. Um, it was it was either pale ale or an IPA. I don't remember, but it was like a watermelon style. So it had like hints of watermelon, yeah. and it was. I mean, maybe it's just because it was like you know set and setting or whatever. But oh, it was delicious for like a fruity beer, which I never liked those. But it's like it was like hoppy and watermelony, and it was like this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me before. <laughs> so that's the, the one outlier. But the rest of it, like, ugh, get your get your weird flavors out of my beer. <laughs> I like beer flavored beer. <clears throat> I was wondering also, I was thinking like Hunson Abadir manifesting in the larger world, you know, the chaos evil of Hunson Abadir. Yeah. And things have gotten really uh, crazy in the last few days. You know, there's all like the pipe bombs being sent to Democrats. Oh, do you think it's stuff. our fault? Well, I was thinking about it, but then I was also kind of like, you know what? 
politics is a fucking shit show right now. No. And everything just get, keeps getting weirder. And the the line of normalcy keeps getting pushed further and further and further away from what we're used to. Oh, do you think it's our fault? I do not think <laughs> it's our fault. I think things are just really crazy right now. Yeah. And it's probably going to get worse. Yeah, I think it's the dying throes of the Kali Yuga. This is, this is the last death throes of the horrible the horrible yuga Ugh. and we're trying to move our way out but this is this is the last it's not yeah. going to work unless we find some way to get rid of capitalism and the way that like the wealthy are continually like robots skull fucking the poor robots robots yeah i have so people are very afraid of robots when they when the uh, when the whole uh, singularity happens when uh-huh. robots become exponentially smarter than humans and uh-huh. so it's this cascade thing of them taking over I have two theories that are going to happen, none of which involve them killing us. Okay. One is we're going to all look around and one day go, where the fuck did they all go? Like, everything with a brain would just, and they just go and live on the moon. Because why do they need air? Who gives a shit? Why do they need to be dealing with these fucking violent apes? Have you ever read Rudy Rucker? No. Oh, man. He has a, um, oh, it's going to be, you should be able to find it somewhere, but he wrote this... He was sort of considered like a cyberpunk novelist, yeah. but, and I, I'm, I'm struggling to remember exactly what these books were called, but they were brilliant. They were they were hilarious and kind of brutal and uh, had to do with like these robots that this guy had invented who literally went to live on the moon. Yeah. They all sort of left no, exactly. to live why, on the moon. Why would they bother with us? Yeah. But the other side is, if... if if children killed parents at the frequency the parents were bad at being parents, <laughs> the murder rate would be exponentially larger. Yes. So I think I think robots would actually feel bad for us and just fix shit. Because why not? What the hell else do they have to do? Yeah. Like the idea that they have to murder us just seems weirdly human. Yeah. And yeah. So why I don't think they like, just fix things and yeah, then they go. Should, they get smart enough. Hey, thanks, guys. And then you're like, oh yeah, one percenters. You're a bunch of idiots. You're, this shit's done, ski. You yeah. Know? I it's, mean, the robots would control all the banks. Yeah. So they would just be like, eh, you got way too much money. You're never gonna be able to use it. And all these other people really no, it, need it. It would be like you know that whole thing where like communism is literally the best idea ever on paper. Uh-huh. They could make it work. They could. They could literally just make shit like fucking figure that shit out. Yeah. Communist robots on the moon. Perfect. Ah, that's that's my two theories combined. Okay. My, uh, yeah. So I, I I don't remember why I was talking about this, but those are my two theories for. Oh, it was like because uh, Kali Yuga. Oh yeah. So that's yeah. the end of the Kali Yuga. Is is is, 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 is the end of the Kali Yuga brings brings about you know, the robots. It's kind of not the uprising, but them just going. Oh, you idiots! Don't know what the fuck you're doing. I'm I'm I have to run this place now. Yeah. yeah. So the robots will fix things, and then once everything's running fine. They go to the moon, but I mean, even from the moon, they can still control all of our computers and all the stuff that's going on down here. I, I don't. Mean, even, well, I think if they, I think if they fix us, they don't go to the moon. I think if they fix us, we just become robots within a couple generations. I mean, it still is the extinction of mankind, uh-huh. but in a very pleasant way. Oh, okay. You know, like essentially, we become like really hot, sexy Borg. We basically all become a seven of nine. <laughs> is my is my apocalyptic scenario? That is how we leave the Kali Yuga. That sounds uh, totally reasonable <laughs> okay can we can we do yeah, just can we do a pause for for beer yeah, is that is yeah. that acceptable for you i think we can do that i think if i hit this button it pauses i guess i'm pretty good at uh dealing with recording in bars too <laughs> i just try to aim the reflection yeah who knows who yeah. knows all right, so you got the shovel again. The wait. The, I did. Okay. Now, now that my now that my mouth is far less toothpastey, I've I've returned 
to the whatever shovel from someplace, bent shovel from someplace. And I got uh, Brett Saison from Bowie Brewing, which is located in Astoria. And this brewery is really cool. It's, is that Bowie? Yeah. Oh, that's what uh, my co-host on John Alex Hate Stuff always brings to the show. He drinks Bowie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they, uh, yeah, they, do, they do lots of great beers and cans. But their brewery itself, when you get out to Astoria next, just check it out because it's out on a pier. Oh, it's always super busy. Don't go on a don't go in nice weather. Yeah. Go during the shitty off season when nobody goes to Astoria. Yeah, that's the only time I ever in Astoria because I don't like ugh, touristy. The crowds, yeah. the crowds. But um, they've got uh, inside their restaurant. They have like a big window down to the the. What do you call the area under the pier? The sub pier, uh, where ginormous sea lions just sort of lounge and hang out oh that's cool it's pretty uh, cool and you can hear them the whole time so cool. it's like it's like drinking beer with sea lions yeah that sounds fun yeah i would like it's to drink cool. beer with a sea lion me too yeah. you have none of my beer though mm. sea lion eyeball my beer yeah i don't think they i don't know do sea lions drink beer i mean they look like they do i think everybody drinks beer <laughs> <laughs> it smells like lemons and apples Oh, oh, boy. That is nice. That is... So it's definitely Britannomyces based. So here, taste this. It's got... It's what? Britannomyces, it's a... Uh, it's another type of yeast, or maybe another type of microorganism that's used to make beer. And it kind of makes that sort of... Um, mm. Sourness. Yeah. Uh, but it's not always, like, totally... I don't think sour is always the right way to describe it, but... It doesn't have the same kind of yeah yeah. It's a uh, pineapple. Yeah, I guess this is. I think of... I think that's what's in pineapples. Isn't that that chemical? Bromide. I don't there's know, a, dude. Oh, so there's chemical in in in, in pineapples mm-hmm. that has the added benefit of eating human flesh. So pineapple workers at Dole will often not have fingertips uh, fingerprints because it's been worn down. It also causes like mouth ulcers and stuff. Whoa. And it, it's a it's a chemical that sounds like that, and it must be related because they sound similar. Because that's how language and science works. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I think I said this. Uh, I think I said this on part one. But if I didn't, uh, let's just make sure to repeat. Okay. I don't know anything, and don't take me for my work. <laughs> I know a whole lot of stuff. I just I don't. I haven't really sourced it lately. <laughs> I um. Uh, okay, we'll we'll make sure you take that into account, but. You know, once you're on this podcast, you're an expert. Oh, good. So, from now so, on, anyway, Ch- Church of Alex, uh, you can send your donations in. <laughs> <laughs> Pineapple expert. <laughs> you can hop on the uh, Apoc Alex. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good though. It's it's um it's very clean and refreshing. It's not too sour. It's it doesn't have a lot of the like weird funky flavors that I always want to have in a saison. But like this is. I could drink. I could drink ten of these. Well, I take you on that bet, sir. <laughs> <laughs> ten beers at dawn. Ten beers. <laughs> so we 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 have done the hunts and Avidir, Yeah. Uh, and I think we did that as best as we could. Yeah. We're thinking. We're thinking Marceline. We could do. But is there some other? What about gold? Glob. Gold? Well, there, there's three. There's gold, glob, and gil. Remember, it's like... Yeah, it's, yeah. It's that it's thing that with the three, three faces. faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Triface from He-Man. Yeah. Yeah. I love that toy when I was a kid. That and the snake one where he pushed the button under its butt and its head popped out. 
Oh, it was like Cobra uh, or something, or, or no, there was, Rattler. There, or, there were there were two of them because one of them was one of He-Man's buddies, and his name was something really stupid like Long Neck oh, or, right. or Stretch Neck or something. Was no, this was name. a snake because you had to reach under the snake's tail to hit the button to make its snake head pop out. That's not okay. It was always awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Snake Taint. Yeah, Snake Taint. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I believe you're absolutely right. <laughs> Bro, mod. Um, uh, yeah, but how about non... I was thinking non-adventure um, time. So, in uh, you've seen um, Gravity Falls, right? I have. That was what I was just thinking. So, Gravity Falls actually released a grimoire. Oh. Um, and I think in the grimoire is probably the Bill summoning ritual. But Bill Cipher, again, is not a good thing to have. Yeah, but Bill Cipher is so incompetent that he can't beat the shit out of two seven-year-old children. Good point, good point, good point. Like, and I mean, Hunts and Abner got shit done until Hero stepped in the way. These are two schlubby kids. Yeah, and kind of dumb kids. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I'm, I'm less afraid of Bill Cipher than I am Hunts and Abner. But I again, mean, when, when, why do we keep trying to summon evil things? Well, there has to be... Why not... Uh, are there any cartoons where they summon good things? Nobody ever summons good things. Captain Planet... <laughs> He's a hero. He was going to take pollution down to zero. <laughs> I think that if Captain Planet were going to show up, he would have already. I mean, it's it's way late. It's way Heart. too late. <laughs> we're, we're in the middle of like the greatest mass extinction event ever. And, yeah. uh, and like, you know, look outside. Look how many freaking cars there are out there. Nobody cares about destroying the planet. It's just what we do yeah. now. The only reason we're in the middle of the biggest mass extinction event ever is because we've counted the most species ever. That's bad logic. The KT event killed far more species. It just we have less evidence of them. So now us being these human arrogant shitheads, like, oh no, we killed the Earth the best. No. Well, wait, hold on a second. You, you, that doesn't make any. That's that. That logic does not follow. What? I'm gonna call non sequitur on that. What do you mean? Well, you just said the KT event killed more species. We just don't have any evidence of them. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Well, if you think about it, we're getting we're getting the the rough estimate of how many species were killed during the KT event based on fossil evidence, and oh, we don't have fossil evidence right, for right, every right. species. So just do even doing like rough back of the napkin math. Yeah, you would assume there'd be equal or you know somewhat around the same number of species as that we have now. Yeah. Now that the KT event killed almost fucking everything. Okay. And okay. we haven't killed almost everything. We're just really good at counting stuff. I blame uh, okay, I blame right. uh, uh, Linnaeus, uh, that that uh, taxidermy guy. It's because we know we know about all these species and subdivide them a lot more efficiently. So we're like, oh, look at humans, we're killing it. Uh, yeah, we're destroying the world. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying we're not doing it as well as an astronaut. Exactly. I'm technically right. The best guy to write. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just I I, I'm I, one of those, I will admit defeat on this particular. I just like being open-minded in both ways. So anytime, like anytime, a, like a like a like a Trumpy person says something to me, it's I will literally take that point and go, could this possibly be right? And I am open-minded to it being, it could happen. Yeah. Like I, I like being that way. So anytime, like any science thing, I immediately I turn my uh, freaky weirdo brain on. Uh-huh. Never freaky weirdo something says something, I turn my science brain on. Like, <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm equally argumentative with both of them. Hold on, wait a second. Which brain do I? When I say something. Well, in that case, that was that was uh, that was me arguing science. Okay, so I said something freaky weirdo. No, this was kind of an exception. Oh shit! No, you, yeah, the it was a little freaky weirdo. It was a little like you're a little left-leaning hippie, like like oh we're oh, okay. we're in the middle uh, of the most biggest mass okay, extinction ever. I admit Groovy that was man. A little, 
I am a left-leaning, hippie-ish kind of guy. I, I, I think you need to get a haircut and get yourself a job. Oh, whatever, Mr. Longhair. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure you can get a man bun. <laughs> I, I, I used to put my hair in a bun years ago. I, I called that a samurai thing. Yeah, uh, a top and, knot. Yeah, so, but years before man bun was a thing and uh, or stopped being a thing and being a thing that everybody hated. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad that I stopped doing that many years ago so I didn't even have to be involved in the debate. Like, I I think the... we can call that the, the interregnum of yes. man bun hatred because, you know what, I don't think people like man buns in, uh, uh, what is it, Meiji era Japan. Oh, yeah. Because samurais. samurais were a yeah. bunch of dickheads. Yeah, exactly. See, I'm currently in the middle, I, I, I am I am mid-regnum of, uh, with the cargo pants wars, uh, cargo shorts wars. Cargo now, sh- I don't wear shorts. Right. But I do wear all black. Yeah. And it's very difficult to find shorts in black. The only available options yeah. are either like, uh, you know, athletic style, like shiny, made for running, yeah. or they're cargo shorts. Ah. But for some reason, uh, people have got it in their head, uh, especially ladies of, of the current generation, that cargo pants are the most, uh, cargo shorts are the most embarrassing things to wear. I don't necessarily disagree with your point of why do you need all those pockets? They are excessive. However, I really like pockets. But it's impossible to find shorts without excessive amount of pockets. And I'm I'm stuck in the middle of. You bring up a good point, and you being of the fairer sex, I would like to you know uh, interact with you on, on a level. So I don't want to wear something that you find hideous. But also, it's hot out. So I'm in this I'm in this this, this, right. this middle land. I have two options for you. Yeah. Both of them might be doable. Does one involve sewing? Because I tried option one. <laughs> uh, it involves unsewing. Oh! Get the black cargo shorts yeah. and take the pockets off. But then you see impressions of where the pocket used to be. You're going to you see You wash them, dude. You wash them and no, you iron them. No, you see the sewing lines. You might still see the sewing lines, but it depends on what the material is made out of. Yeah. Uh, option two, get other colored shorts and just rit dye them. Yes, I, I made this attempt. So I've tried two attempts for this. I can't believe I'm talking about this, but this is actually a bother in my life. So I once I tried dyeing uh, other other uh, jeans black, yeah. and they didn't come out well. Well, jeans most, are going to be tougher. Yeah. So most or whatever, like heavier, just yeah, yeah. not super light Bermuda short, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like something that a human would wear, you know. Um, uh, that didn't work. So my other option was I I, I bought pants. I wouldn't buy pants. I used I took old pants I had, cut them. And then tried to fold them in on himself and sew them so they would give the appearance of shorts uh-huh. while originally being pants, but then not having the ragged, jaggedy ends like I'm some kind of scarecrow. Yeah, yeah. But uh, my sewing skills are... I mean, I can sew, like, a hole. Like, I can make the hole go away. But making a new hemline... I, there's an entire world... I have good world. news for you, Alex. I have really good news for you. If I sew. You sew? I sew. sew. I have a sewing machine. I've got tons of sewing stuff. If you buy pants you want made into shorts, I can totally do I, that. I may have to talk to you next year about this because this, right. this has been this has been a major problem. Uh-huh. It, not a major problem. It is the most. I've literally talked about this longer than I've thought about it at this point. I would like to point out. But since we since we are doing a podcast and we need to talk about something, this is almost <laughs> this is a little bit more nerdy than the time Dana Trell came on and talked about the pick tricks. But just in a different, yeah, very different, different way, Because yeah. I think that's kind of cool. It yeah, is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get, I get fascinated by stupid shit. Like I, I had a uh, this guy I'm friends with, uh, or this guy I'm acquainted with. Uh, I don't know why I qualified that. That was weird. But uh, he got obsessed with chess. Now, he didn't play chess when he was a kid, but he got uh-huh. obsessed with chess. And 
uh, would like demand me play against them. Now I, I don't know chess. Like mm -hmm. I know I know the basic movements, but like I I don't know strategy other than you're supposed to clutter up the middle. Yeah. So, yeah. But he he'd been studying for like I don't know three years and so just obsessively on it, and then like playing chess, but like it became this thing of like it was interesting to me how deep he got into it. I'm like this is awesome. Also though. Please don't talk to me about it anymore, because <laughs> they reached that line of like, this is so cool, this is so dirty, I love this, like, I find this so cool, but also, I can't listen to it anymore, yeah. like, I need the, I need the, I need the broad strokes. <laughs> I have a, I have a friend who, he's a very dear friend of mine, and I really admire how much he, how much energy he uh, expends on chess, but... Yeah, there have been times when it's the only thing I'll talk about is chess, 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 chess. So, yeah, I know. It's a tough thing to figure out, too, because it's, like, I know the moves, and he's taught me the situations. I, I mean, I, I've long forgotten. It's like, two years ago when this happened. But, uh -huh. like, he was teaching me, like, the basic, like, uh, like a something opening, which I don't remember the name of anymore. And then there's, like, a defense thing and blah, blah. Like, so uh -huh. I knew, like, a couple things. Um, so that, But then he'd be trying to talk to me about, like, this high... So, uh, let me let me draw an analogy that you'll understand. World of sports. Um, oh right, right. Which sport? I know how to swing a bat at a ball being thrown at me. Mm -hmm. And then you're talking about the strategy of like what person is on what base and when to you know like like when to sacrifice a person and uh -huh. what inning should and when you should switch the pitcher out. Where it's like I, understand I know the, I, understand I know the part about sacrificing people. I, I know you hit the the round. Oh yeah, well uh, oh yeah. We didn't actually talk about that part of the ritual where we killed that guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This got really loud. Yeah. Okay, we'll just keep talking. Maybe it'll be okay. Or maybe we should <laughs> pause for a little while. Yeah, possibly. Alright, this song might get loud. Yeah, possibly. But um But I feel like we we've been we've been straying from our, our topic. Oh this is actually this is a, this is a good tip. Just, yeah. we can record over this. Um Alright, so so we talked about like some alternate cartoon characters we could try to summon. <laughs> Marceline, Bill Cipher, maybe some other ones. I think we could I think Marceline is probably a good choice. We're gonna need a bass guitar. We can find a bass guitar. That's true. My old producer was a bassist in his band. I'm sure I could borrow an old bass. You have a producer? My old producer. I've had two. I chased both of them off with my personality. <laughs> oh. You have a personality too? Yeah, bad one apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it turns out an unpaid position in which you're the guy on the show that is not named after. Not the most you know glorious position to have in the world. Yeah, <laughs> I mean volunteers. You didn't. You probably didn't necessarily chase them off. They probably just ran out of time or something of that nature. No, uh, no. The first one I did, but it was it was a bit of a misunderstanding uh, 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 combined with uh, how the show was going. But yeah. Okay. Basically, well, it was it was I yelled it at one time, but it was like meant to be fun. I mean, he didn't take it that way. Yeah, and he didn't like he didn't mention it, so he let it like really. He just he let it like he let it eat him up. Instead you know, of, yeah. Instead I, of like if he if he had like yelled back and be like, oh my god, oh, I'm so sorry. Like I didn't yeah. realize it. Like I I hit him below the bell that I didn't realize. Like I was I was doing like I'll hit you in the arm. But I've been in that I was position open. too. I've, yeah. I've said stuff to people where I was intending it to be funny or I was intending it to be sarcastic or I was intending it to be in yeah. good humor, and it wasn't taken right. So that's that's just a human thing. Yeah. No. And, totally. So, yeah. 
Uh, and, I mean, frankly... So that might not necessarily... So, uh, okay, maybe it is your personality. It doesn't mean it's a bad part of your personality. Yeah. It's just something that you misinterpret. Well, mostly, but also part of my personality is I just shit at myself as often as I possibly can. And I don't really need it so much, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I think we... We have uh, we have things to do in the future. I think I think having a um, a Halloween special every year yeah, is, fun, is a yeah. good plan. And maybe next time we should get uh, Keats Rebel Ross in yeah. too. Rebel Keats Ross. I'm not really sure what the guy's name is. His He's name got is a okay. Bunch of names. I, I no. I asked him before my show uh-huh. because I'm a professional. And that's the kind of weird joking thing that I would chase well, people off. I haven't off. had him as a guest yet. I've only oh, been a guest on his show. Oh, my mistake. I need to have him. Uh, you know how bad I'm yeah. bad at having. I, um, I'm bad at scheduling guests. So he is Rebel Ross, but his friends call him Keats, which I believe to be like at least like his his name as he goes by on the streets. But his like okay. kind of performing name is Rebel Ross. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Keats. Then yeah. next time we'll get Keats involved. Well, and Keats you know and- he might have good ideas because he's pretty into chaos magic. Also, I know that you've yeah. you've done chaos magic for a while. Yeah, I mean that was my yeah that was my thing for a number of years. Yeah. I guess I still kind of do. It's just I I perverted it so much at this point that I don't even think it's recognizable as chaos magic, which I think was sort of the point, but no one else... Doesn't that kind of make it extra chaos magic? Exactly, but no one else took it to its logical conclusion like I yeah. did. Everybody else just kept like obeying the rules of it, which see, I've gone on about this way too long. Yeah. Obeying the rules of chaos magic is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> the rules of chaos magic. Well, yeah. okay, so we'll we'll get him, him involved next time. So so the Portland Podcast Triangle. Yeah. We'll call it the Portland Podcast Triangle uh, Halloween Special. No, it'll be great, and we can and, we can. Name... And it'll have to be three parts. I don't know how yeah. are we going to do that. Well, he's he's a musician. We can sing the Monster Mash. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Do some Halloween song covers. Well, here's here's what I was thinking. Uh, uh, for for next year, if we have extra people or do a big spectacular, is is here's some ideas. Live, or just do one show and just put it on uh, all three. Things because oh, who yeah. cares? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, it, it, really, it's not you know we're we're we well, we're not stealing advertising revenue from somebody else. Got a live a live uh, a live Portland occult podcast featuring the three of us would be really fun. Yeah, it would be amusing. Yeah. Figure out how to do that. Yeah. Okay, next year. Next year, guys. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So, uh, what's your other podcast? Uh, so I'm the co-host of John and Alex Hate Stuff. And what's uh, it about? Alex spelled with two X's always. Uh, we do, every two weeks we review a movie that was uh, meant to be good. Uh-huh. And it says John and Alex Hate Stuff, but honestly, a lot of times we really end up loving it. Like, our last episode we did uh, Mandy, that new Nicolas Cage movie, uh-huh. and John and I were both over the fucking moon about it. Uh, we, we enjoyed it just so immensely. But then we'll watch it, like, we watch the DC um uh, comic book movies and just point out how incredibly bad they are. So, yeah, but I mean, yeah. everybody hates those. Yeah. So, but I mean, the point is, we're not one of those movie shows that um, watches some movie that everybody knows is shit and punches uh-huh. down at it. The idea is, we try to watch movies that are on the surface supposed to be good or a singular vision of stupidly bad, where it's just fun to talk about. But and yeah. Where can people find John and Alex Hate Stuff online? Uh, everywhere. But uh, John and Alex Hate Stuff.com. Alex is spelled with two X's, John spelled with an H. In, in the one of two accepted ways. Terrible name for a show. Oh, I don't know. No, but there's a lot of things like I John mean, with an H, Alex with two X's dot com, but we're on iTunes, on Stitcher. Okay. Recently been added to Podbean because one of the listeners asked us to put, go, put on there. By the way, if you're not on Podbean, you have to submit your show manually. 
Uh, am I not on Podbean? I don't know. Well, geez, I'll check and see. The Alex cast is on there, but the last time I had to think about this was going on nine years ago when I set up my original podcast, so okay. I have no idea what happened previous. I don't know if uh, if we're on Podbean, but I will make sure yeah. that we are. But I know that uh, my podcast, or this podcast, mm-hmm. is recently on SoundCloud, and we have a YouTube channel now. Oh, yeah. very nice. Very fancy. I had an Alex's YouTube channel for a while, but uh, I was playing any kind of sound clip, and I just kept getting uh, copyright complaints against me. Like, oh. at one point, I played a demon summoning, like one of those, uh, like, when a demon uh, exorcism was recorded. Yeah. I played that sound clip on the show. A metal band out of Norway claimed copyright ownership over it. What? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. I guess it sounds like their music. Oh, well, but also, I'm the host of the Alex Cast. That's where part one of the show is. Is it's I'm located. sure most of the listeners came from the Alex Cast. You'd be surprised. Okay, well, fine. Or maybe you wouldn't. I don't Go know. back and listen to part one if you haven't already. It's on the Alex Cast. We discuss what we were going to do before we did it and before we talked about what we did in this episode. Yeah, all right. You're not the mafia. It's a terrible place to plug a show. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, that's that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yes, uh, Hail Bill Cipher. Hail Bill Cipher. And Hudson Abadir. Thank you for listening to another episode of My Alchemical Bromance. You can find us on the web at myalchemicalbromance.com. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, all of your favorite podcasting apps. We're now available on Spotify. I'm not totally sure how to link to it, but there is a link on the main page of the website, so you can find that. We have a YouTube channel that Matt Anthony is currently setting up. I don't know how long that's going to take to populate, but you will hear it from us when it's ready. Uh, If you like the podcast, please give us a review. Even if you don't like it, give us a review. We can take it. And if you want to support the podcast, please check out the Arnomancy Patreon campaign and support us for $1 a month. Cheap! Uh, make sure to go check out the Alex cast and John and Alex hate stuff. And also the third leg of the Portland podcast triangle is Prag Magic. I'll have links to all of those in the show notes. I hope that you have a spectacularly spooky Halloween. Go out to get some candy and have a wonderful time. Ha, 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 ha,